0: Miller Lite, the official beer partner of your Philadelphia Phillies, is proud to serve as presenting sponsor of WIP's High Hopes Pod. So whether you're listening to the game, catching up on the latest High Hopes Pod, or at the ballpark, remember, it tastes like Miller time, Phillies fans. Celebrate
1: responsibly. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution This is the High Hopes Podcast. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on radio.com and Sports Radio 94, WIP.
0: Yo! It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. Jack, I'm 40, so, you know, that's a thing that happened. The Phillies needed six of seven, and they took five of seven in classic 2021 Phillies fashion. They went, came right upon the brink of of really, really getting us excited, and said, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna uh, uh, not show up against some guy named Max Cranick, who, after pitching five shutout innings, has a six eight three or a six two three ERA. So, hey, buddy,
1: you know, I gotta be honest." Obviously, um, you are now 40. Yes. Uh, and, Am I allowed to just, do
0: the pod? I didn't even really think. Should I stop? Are we done? Am I? No, you actually fi-
1: you actually came out on top oh, of the Twitter uh, poll. Of the, of the, I will, <laughs> say, I will say it was a
0: little close for comfort for my liking. I was hoping to win unanimously, but uh, I guess my detractors are out there, or, or the ageists are out there, Jack.
1: You know, I don't know if it was that or people just are very concerned about the future of the podcast. But, yeah,
0: it's true. Um, I mean, it's fair. I mean, fair. Uh, I, mean I, I like baseball's a young man's game. Everyone says that.
1: Yep, it's it's <laughs> definitely skewing to <laughs> the younger uh, the younger demographic. So yep, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, in six hundred and thirty six votes, fifty eight percent of voters yeah. said to keep you yeah. so that's why you're here tonight it's
0: not inspiring jack i'll say that but <laughs> i'm not gonna say it gave me the warm and fuzzies
1: well so. if it well i don't know if this will make you feel better but probably
0: won't i'm guessing but but what
1: you got 300 hitters end up in the hall of fame so you're better than that that's thanks buddy
0: you're i mean look if, if we're going with with that uh, metaphor i would be the greatest hitter of all time with a five eighty career average. So
1: yeah, we can go with that. I don't think it yep. works like that. You and uh you and September Juan Soto are the greatest hitters oh, I've ever buddy. seen in my life.
0: Oh buddy. Um all right, where are you Because you 'Cause you're you're the optimist. Look, theoretically, like the by the way, just watching the end of that, I'm I'm so sad I flipped over to watch the end of that Braves game. Like runners on first and second, no outs, bases loaded one out, and, you know, the Padres just bleeped the bet, but uh, I mean, it was just like, come on, man. Like, Will Smith was just very, very gettable in that moment, and they didn't. But where you at right now? Because, look, theoretically, look, you know, if they sweep – here's the crazy thing, Jack. If they sweep because of the extra game that theoretically they could have to play the, the day after the season against Colorado, like, theoretically, the Phillies could win out and still – have to play the Braves in a one-game playoff to get in. So, you know, uh, yeah. Where are you at?
1: Well, first off, uh, it's when the Phillies sweep the Braves. Yes.
0: Yes. They sweep the Braves, then lose two or three to the
1: Marlins, right? Dude, if I could guarantee one thing, it's that they will be in first place heading into the Marlins series, and they will lose two of three to that team. There is no bigger lock in the history of locks then this team <laughs> taking care of business again, like at worst come. All right. If I can guarantee one thing, they will take two or three from, from the brace. There's no doubt about that. And then they will let us down in Miami. Like, well, it's, again,
0: it's, like they, even if they take two or three, they'll still be trailing coming out of it. That's, that's what the, that's what today was that's, a killer today. That's, that's why today. That's was why a killer.
1: I hate the San Diego Padres. I mean, yeah, that's why I, do I think they should be relocated.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a great point. I mean, look, all the other teams are moving out and have moved out of San Diego, right? I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, this they should have seen this coming the other night when there was rain and they got like there's a rain delay in San Diego. Like that should have shown you all you need to know about this baseball team and how much of a joke they are. So, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like I was the same as you. I was sitting there watching the Braves game. Mm. like an idiot and like an i was idiot. just like oh i felt like come an idiot. on oh dude i felt like you know it, here's the thing and, and here's what i'm like kind of struggling with like you know I, I, i'm watching tonight uh i'm watching the little yankees red sox and it's two like 88 win baseball teams competing for first in the wild card mm-hmm. meanwhile like we're, like we're just hoping to win a division with like maybe 88 wins I mean I don't know like 86 wins is kind of like her goal at this point it's just for as excited as I am about uh, a playoff run and and all that stuff like it's just it's kind of disheartening knowing that they're definitely not that good of a baseball team and then it's not like this is some start to a uh, magical 08 level run um but I don't care. Like I, I'm still, I couldn't be more all in. I was so excited for the game today. So excited, <laughs> so excited, excited da, for I'm hands, Kraus. Yeah, dude, I it was bad. It, like today was definitely bad. I did not uh, enjoy one. Like thankfully, I was watching the Slaughter by the Water uh, on my computer, which is the Ryder Cup. Um, uh-huh. And, I mean, dude, just boosted smoked. your spirits. Oh, smoke the European team, which was just glorious. Um, but it didn't help that I that I watched my baseball team uh, who was supposed to be competing for a playoff spot, uh playing a hundred loss team against a pitcher with an ERA over eight, scored no runs. Like it didn't it didn't totally uh erase that from from the memory.
0: Uh, yeah, how could it? I mean what a disaster, especially again knowing what, you know, we know that like it was such an important baseball game today. There are going to be a lot of them that when we look back on the season, when you know, and that's why you know, as much as to the point you just made, and I feel you, you know, this is certainly not the team that I thought would be the one to to end this postseason drought in terms of like they are a very mediocre <laughs> baseball team, but like take advantage of a of a bad division like that. It but the frustrating part, Jack, is they're. Almost definitely not going to. So you're probably not going to have to worry about a playoff run. And, and we're going to look back on games like this, like today's game. Like, obviously, the the three-game series in Arizona, that first game here against Arizona, the 2 nothing game against the Orioles. Like, there are going to be those games that we look back on and say, when we miss the playoffs by one, two, three games, whatever it ends up being, like, we're going to say, oh, that that's, that's it. Like, we missed the playoffs there, 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 and there. And that sucks. You know, because because in the moment today watching it happen, like I know what this is. I know this is them missing the playoffs almost definitely. And like it's frustrating, Jack.
1: Now, uh, I don't remember it probably as well as you did. And this is actually like a serious question. I'm not messing not around an with age. Jo- this is not an age joke. Again. Well, it's just because only you. <laughs> so you are about to, to ask it. me
0: about when Ty Cobb was hitting and, and you know, Philly's facing Ty
1: Cobb, <laughs> something along those lines. So the nineteen fifty was around this time. No, um, no, but like you would remember the, I guess oh four to 0-6 Phillies more. Sure, sure. Like was that team? Is this team similar to that team, or is that team way better?
0: I, uh, I think that team was was better. I, I don't know if it was way better. I mean, it's very similar. I think kind of a, a team that was just, you know, had some really nice pieces. Like, Tomy was a monster for them, um, but, you know, just not enough to, to push it over the top. Like, 86, they won, like, 86 games, I think, um, one of those years, and, like, 85 another. So they were, you know, that I think that's what this team is, you know, ultimately. And, and ultimately, you can probably say they were a little bit better, at least in terms of, of production, because they weren't playing in a disaster division and playing the vast majority of their games against Bad baseball teams, you know, so you yeah. probably have to give them the edge. I, I, uh,
1: I propose a podcast idea for you, uh, for the off season. Are you ready for it?
0: Oh, can't wait. I,
1: I, I, I don't know if this is serious or not. So I'm like
0: actually excited about it.
1: I want to, I want to hang out with you. We'll do it in person. Yes. We'll have, yeah. we'll, we'll have a ton of beer. Yes. And we'll, we'll go through the schedule. And we'll say we'll go through like oh there was a win oh there was a win and we'll just like <laughs> like go through win loss <laughs> like the games that they've blown this entire season and just do a whole podcast on like they should have won that game yeah you know Archie Bradley down in mm-hmm. freaking Miami in the Saturday night game where they lost ugh. um there's like a thousand of them I so know. I think it sounds like a fun podcast
0: yeah F- is fun the right word Jack is the word it's that fun. We're- <laughs>
1: It's fun in our disease, in a, it, a, yeah,
0: a torture ourselves kind of way. I agree. Uh, yeah. Oh, Girardi
1: blew this game. Oh, great, awesome. Let's talk about it.
0: Yeah, I'm in. It sounds like a. a, a it sounds like it has a very high potential for entertainment value,
1: and also Dude, swear, like heavy I, drinking. I swear, I could go through the schedule and be like, "They should have won this game. They should have won this game." This oh is, yeah. Brought in this guy. Well, I mean, think my, about it, all the blown yeah. saves,
0: all the, I mean, they, they tied the record for blown saves in a season. Like there are so many different like spots where we could think of like, how many times do I feel like, I always feel like I've made the joke like 10 times this year of like in a season of gut punch losses, this one was the worst. And I feel like I've done it like 10 different times that it was worse than the last or close to it or whatever. It's just, yeah, man. Yeah. And then, dude, I, I mean, ah. They got Neftali, swept by the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks are a like 110 lost team, Jack.
1: Neftali Feliz pitched big innings for this team in, like, July. Neftali Feliz. I mean, that's a problem. <laughs> that's why we're here right now. It's just brutal. It's brutal.
0: Uh, what I had, were you just doing? Yeah, I had wouldn't... to move my dog. I, she, she's... <laughs>
1: She was, oh, was that was that was that uh millie's podcast uh, yeah that was uh, Millie. Debut? all
0: right that was millie all right yes it was good
1: um i think she made a lot of good points i think i think you should have her on more
0: oh i think so too yeah she is a um a dynamite interview uh with her clicking <laughs> little heels and yeah, it's great. It's good well, times, Jack. Jack, know, that's where at least we're at. I know that I mean, she has
1: not aged herself out of demographic.
0: Yeah, well, she's pretty old. She's 13. So for a dog that's, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. And again, the demographic, I mean, we're talking like, you know, you got to be in your like 90s stage out of the demographic. You might be aged out on the underside for the demographic. I mean, you might be too young to be on a baseball podcast. We've never really talked about it. But I mean, you know, I'm just saying.
1: Well, I don't like things being turned around on me in a negative light, so if you could please change the conversation, that would be great,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm down to change it. I'm that so seriously, how much hope do you have? Do you have like do you have real hope or is it like do you really kind of look at this as this is something that's not gonna work? Uh, like I mean, the odds
1: really say no, um, if I had to be completely honest with you. Whatever causes me the most pain this week is what's going to happen, yeah uh, yeah, like That's way to put it it's not it's not, like all I'm expecting like I, again do it, this is where I'm at as a Phillies fan is that I love this baseball team, I live and die every day with them. I don't think they're very good, and I think they should be in the playoffs by now, and it's frustrating that they're not, and it's frustrating having to watch the San Diego Padres. Just be terrible and like physically incompetent at at like stopping a Braves team that I know is not that good and like freaking Daniel Hudson throwing a fastball at the Jorge Soler last night. It would dude, I feel like I've doubled up on watching the Phillies this week. It feels like it feels like I've watched the Phillies and then I'll turn over and watch the Padres and it'll be like, Oh great. I'm just <laughs> watching the Phillies again. Like this is a miserable existence. So um, honest to God, James, I just think that they're going to go into the Marlins series and they're either going to be up or they're going to be tied or they're going to be down by like a half a game. I think they will do well in Atlanta. I think they'll, you know, I think they'll win two or three at the minimum. And I think that they will blow it in Miami because I've seen this baseball team. This is what they do. And I'm just physically, preparing myself to be let down so if that's hope i don't know what is it um so
0: i mean look that is the correct attitude to have if we're being real with ourselves with this team this season like that's what you should expect you should expect them to give you one last real burst of hope and then crush your soul (laughs) that's been all season long like it is the the jack you uh when you someday torture yourself watching the 2021 video yearbook that's the video yearbook you know uh we're in it we're out we're in we're out we're in we're out we're in we're out like that's it i did it i saved you the time you don't have to watch it Congrats, buddy.
1: I already can't wait to watch it. I, I know. I, know. Like I Look. I, I've look. thought multiple times. Like, I, like, honestly, I gave myself chills thinking about the video yearbook after the Wheeler start uh, against the Mets where I threw a holiday. I really did.
0: Well, I mean, it, like, the one thing we can say is <laughs> that we can say is, I mean, it will be pretty cool to watch an MVP season in the video yearbook. That's something, I guess, you know? Can we all agree he's the MVP? It's over, right? I mean, the way the Padres have tanked the end of the season here, uh, I mean, is it is it? I know Soto's been amazing, but Soto, you know, the the Nationals are the worst team in the National League East, which is the worst team in baseball by miles. Like, we all agree Harper's the MVP, right? I mean, I know we hear it at high hopes, and Phillies fans all,
1: all think he is, but like, he's gonna win the MVP, right, Jack? Uh I think so. I mean, I think it comes down to either him or Ron Teresa who has been at least a twi- <laughs> at least a 10 win player this year. I really like That's a I great don't point. care. I mean, who has more clutch what, hits,
0: let's be honest.
1: Dude, I don't care what advanced metric you want to use. That guy's been worth 10 wins this year. That's a fact. So, um him or Teresa, I think, but um I you know, it, I think it's clear he is the MVP. Um, and honestly, just the, the Homer on Saturday, was just another example. It's like, he did it when the team needed it. He's continued to do it when the team needed it. And, um, you know, it's funny when he feels the ball on right field. Now, like, I can't tell if he's doing it to bait runners into, into going, or if he is feeling it that way, just cause he doesn't really know anywhere, any way else to do it. Um, but it's worked cause he, you know, he does have a hose connected to his shoulder, so it works, but it's just like, it's so not the way to, to, to field a ball in the outfield. Um, but I guess when you have, you know, 90 miles an hour, whenever you need it from your right shoulder, uh, I guess it just works fine, but he's clearly the MVP and like the Soto thing is fine. You know, I think like, I mean, honestly, like Soto is one of the five best players in baseball, mm-hmm. like, like, and I like he is incredible, and I would do anything to have him on the Phillies. But um, like I just I have a tough time saying the most valuable player in the National League is a guy on a team that's gonna win like sixty games this year or whatever. Um, so I don't think he's the MVP. I definitely don't think Tatis is, and you know I think Harper given what he is doing. And honestly, if you were an MVP voter and you l- looked at the players around him, it would be like, Oh, he's obviously the MVP. I mean, these guys are t- like, dude, like JT had such a just gross game today. It was like, why'd you even show up to the ballpark? He had like three pass balls. He left runners on base in his first two at bats when, when they needed a jolt. Um, And like, if they're going to, I know it's super late in the season now, but, like, if you're going to walk Bryce all the time and, and basically give him the Bonds treatment, you need the guy behind him to step up. And, like, he hasn't done that at all. So, like, Bryce has done this with, like, no production in the lineup, which is impressive. He's done it mostly on the defensive end. The base running is, is kind of shaky, but he's oh, impressive.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean. Come
1: yeah, on, it's not great. But he's like an he's, idiot. He's so, on the, somehow he, he becomes is, an idiot on the base pass. But,
0: yes, go ahead. Yeah.
1: But he is the MVP, and, like, this week, for the first time, I was like, oh, my God. He, like, we're watching a a Bryce. We're actually getting a Bryce MVP season. Like, honestly, when they signed him, I didn't know if we were ever going to get that. Like, we both wanted Bryce a lot, obviously, um, but I never genuinely felt like he was going to win an MVP here, and him winning it on this team would just be, you know, very fitting.
0: Oh my God. It's like, it, it's, we should have seen it coming. You know, of course that's the situation be, but I, I think he's just so clearly the MVP. I mean, you look at the numbers, the production, like you said, I mean, this team's like 10 games under 500 without Bryce Harper. Like I know he's not that much war or whatever, but like that's the way it feels like with what he's done and his ability to continue to produce in a lineup where like, why would anyone pitch to him? And when they do, it's not like he's getting a lot to hit and he's still like just, I mean, again, like, dude, his slash line is 313, 434, 621. That's insane, man. That's a 1055 OPS. I mean, that's, you know, it's not just, like, clearly the MVP. It's one of the best Phillies offensive seasons of my lifetime, certainly of your lifetime. Like, it's 06 Ryan Howard. And this, like, probably, certainly of the ones that I remember. I don't remember early 80s. Schmidt, you know, obviously so, like, I mean it's it's up there with the great offensive seasons we've ever seen a Philadelphia Philly have like people who are our age so, or at least you know the gamut of our age so I'm old as you know um mm-hmm. I mean it's it's an unbelievable season I think he's the MVP I think he's going to win the MVP and, and and yeah it is a shame that they're most likely not going to capitalize on it again especially and that's a frustrating thing you know, all the games we talked about and not capitalizing on Harper's MVP season honestly out of all of it the biggest most frustrating part of not capitalizing is is not capitalizing on an all-time bad division i mean how often do you just see divisions one with like 86 87 85 88 games like that doesn't happen very often and they had an opportunity this year to to get a division that was a disaster and the fact that they weren't able to capitalize on that i think for me is the most frustrating jack
1: well, how often do you uh, also miss the playoffs with an, a 60-game schedule and eight teams yeah, making the playoffs? Well, yeah, <laughs> I
0: mean, I'm with you. Like, well, that's like, think about it. Like, they have six games left. If, if Like, they, they just need one more to go over 500 for the first time in a decade. I'm nervous that's not going to happen because, like, of course, they'd lose six, seven straight to go 81 and 81. Like,
1: watch. Well, I I need Zoe to be able to go to I know, dude.
0: Trust me. I just need one more win for my bet to... So, let's go, boys. Bill, uh... (laughs) ah... Well, last year, look. Last year, their last eight, they they won uh, one of them instead of two. And this year, their last eight, if you think about them winning two games and then losing that one, they would have needed to win two of eight to go over 500, so... I don't like the synchronicity there, Jack.
1: No, and um, like again, I I don't trust September Phillies with my life. Um, even though they were able to go five and two this week and seven and three over the last ten, it's like I you know it's nice, but it's not that like they're playing amazing baseball teams. I mean, the Pirates are terrible, Remindous. but. They also do uh, you know, they're bad, but they do have some guys out of a bullpen that I was like, wow, I would take this on my team. But that's because I've had to watch Campbell Drosery and, uh, yeah. and all these Yeah. They're games, bad so. though.
0: They're bad. And the Orioles no, are they're bad. Definitely bad. I mean, the Orioles are really bad and
1: you know. Um <laughs> yeah. let's they're, they're definitely bad, but it's like um I don't know. It, it's it's they we'll win one more game this year. So you can catch thanks your, buddy. I, okay. I'm pretty sure that they will do that. Do it for me boys. Do it for me. Um, all right.
0: Uh, before we, we look at to this series, just you know, quick thoughts on it and, and the take bag last thing for me. Cause you know, it, the, the, you know, there's going to be time to talk about all the baseball stuff, but I, I, we've said this multiple times already, but just again, obviously in light of a couple days ago, uh, could not have been more wrong about not wanting ranger to be moved to the rotation like hand up in the air i was wrong jack was wrong we were very emphatic on this show this pod about hey leave him where he is he's crushing his reliever i I, ranger suarez is a stud man like what a he is he is Closer to Zach Wheeler in terms of best pitcher on the team than he is to Nolar Gibson in terms of the third best pitcher. Like he's so clearly the second best pitcher on the team. And lately at times, obviously even better than Wheeler in some spots, but you know, Wheeler's definitely been the best this season, but man, I I just, just a a rain. uh, Basically, this is just me. And I'm, and then I'm assuming you just doing a, a Ranger appreciation statement. That game was masterful. It was awesome. And I just, I can't believe what he, what he's been for
1: this team. Yeah. I mean, I said it yesterday. Um, and I'll say it again. Like the most surprising thing from the season is that Ranger went from dominant closer back end option to a dominant starter, like in the same season. I mean, John Smoltz didn't even do that. You know, people talk about John Smoltz being able to do both. Well, listen, Ranger did both in the same season. So step up your game, John. Um, but it's just been it's been remarkable, and what he did yesterday, I know it's the Pirates. I know they don't have much offensive talent, but like, that's ridiculous. And I just you know <laughs> having to go from watching Ranger, who can spot up, can throw a couple pitches for strikes, will attack hitters, has a has a bulldog mentality, to have to watch Hans Kraus today, who like. Was just nibbling all over the strike zone instead of just actually going after hitters. It was like, wow, um, I miss Ranger Suarez so much. But um, I was definitely wrong. Um, and you know, I, you, this usually never works out for the Phillies. I gotta be honest. Like, oh, it I'm with you. Yeah, right. Like I think I think honestly, our initial reads were both correct that. Eh, this probably isn't gonna work out <laughs> because these kind of moves never really work out for yeah. this baseball team. But it worked out, and and honestly, James, he's got to start game two if they make the playoffs. No nope. you know question,
0: I, I, without question.
1: Like, I, I I am so sick and tired of Kyle Gibson. I mean, he's fine, but he's a four-five. Uh, yeah, he's just, Nola, he's he's
0: better than Nola. He's three, Nola four.
1: Yeah, I mean Nola's been woefully disappointing. Um, I mean, I know that
0: stuff-wise, Kyle Gibson is not better than Aaron Nola, but I would rather hand the ball to Kyle Gibson before I'd rather hand it to Aaron Nola right now. I'm not even. I wish, I wish I were kidding, Jack. I wish I were kidding, but I would rather hand the ball to Kyle Gibson in a big game than Aaron Nola right now.
1: Just I would. What a what a fall from grace. Yeah, but um, I just I the again the thing with Ranger is I can't tell how good he is um like I want him to be great obviously but I just I can't tell because it is 92. it is not like an unbelievable slider like it's a good slider and I think the changeup plays well off of the fastball so I guess I just can't tell how good he is but um, I'm definitely enjoying the ride and I think at worst, He's gonna give you a competitive ball game each time he's out there, and I just love him. Like I just, I love that he comes in, he throws strikes, he goes after hitters, and he pitches. And I just, I think that's really important. I think a lot of these guys do need to learn how to pitch with some of their plus stuff. So um, he reminds me a ton of John Lester. Uh, it took a while, but I think so we perfect. Found- it's so perfect. I think we found the correct comp. Um, you know, John Lester never had overpowering stuff, but the guy knew how to pitch. The guy had stones. You could trust him in a playoff series that he's going to get the job done. And, like, even if the Phils don't make the playoffs this year, I think having Ranger in that spot uh, and, and just thinking about, like, the 2022 stretch run and hopefully playoffs, 2023, like, I just think that that guy... Is going to be able to get big outs in big moments for a long time, and I think we might have stumbled upon like our John Lester, and I hope that uh, I hope that he he can be, and I already can't wait. And this 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 may have sunk Aaron Nola in the past, but I already can't wait for Rangers Suarez's first playoff game.
0: Mm -mm. be careful playoff Suarez playoff Ranger um yeah he's my favorite other than Harper's MVP season like Ranger Suarez is my single favorite thing about this Philly season you know other than a few moments like the Luke Williams walk off with his family there is like a moment that stands out to me there are things and we'll talk about this at the end of the season but but Ranger is certainly really 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 high on my list of of my favorite things about this Philly season um all right take back Fritzy.
1: Well, Ranger uh took up a lot of my take back, I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, makes sense. Is, it was the best no, think, well, the best thing.
0: It was the best thing the last few days. Best thing. He is the greatest.
1: Um Hans Krauss. I do want to talk about him for a second. Um he's fine. Honestly, the the thing that uh the thing that kinda hurts him, I guess in my opinion, is that his mechanics look exactly like Philippe Oman. And like Felipe Mout was the worst, and I uh, I don't need that from a supposed top five prospect in the system.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. And look, uh, you know, just just one start in the pros and all that, and still still a lot of potential and all that. But yeah, I'm with you. I, I certainly was not super impressed by what I saw. What else you got?
1: Uh, Adonis Medina. I I need him to figure out how to use his legs more. Like he is so top heavy when it comes to, to, to pitching. Like he doesn't use his legs at all. And I actually think he could be decent if he figured out how to use like all of his gifts. And it just frustrates me watching him, um, knowing that he could be way better, but I don't get why he won't just, you know, use his legs more and, and you know, that kind of stuff. So Basically, I'm frustrated with Adonis Medina. I think he could be way better.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, one of those guys, like, has been very high on prospect lists at the time, Phillies lists and all that, and, you know, clearly there is talent there, so I could totally see that. Why, you know, if – and, again, the Phillies have not done a great job over the past, uh, what should we say, like 150 years at really getting the most out of their young talent. So (laughs) it's a fair gripe, Jack.
1: Well, I – Agree, but also Matt Veerling is here, and I need you to stop talking about the player. Lead off,
0: lead off Veerling. No, I love the. I. But we're in good. We're we're heading in a good direction. I was more no, 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 ripping no, the history kidding. of the franchise. Um,
1: but yeah, I love uh, Veerling.
0: That that dude's fun. That that and that play for someone who's played like ten games at first base in his career, or whatever that play he made. Uh, you know, a couple nights ago or whatever was phenomenal. Like that was an amazing defensive play.
1: So I love him. Um, and I love that, like his exit velocity numbers are like crazy. He hits everything hard, and I was it was it was nice to see the first homer finally go out because um, I feel like kind of been building for a while, and just seems like a gamer, um, and and just seems like a baseball player. My thing is A gamer you know, and a baseball player. Yes. Doll. Listen, do you need any more cliches to throw around about uh Matty V? I love but, it. But um so would would all right, let's fast forward two months or whatever. Would making Matt Veerling the opening day left fielder be a mistake or no?
0: I I think It all depends. Like, it's an impossible question to answer. It's all about asset allocation and money allocation. And, you know, if you're going to make him the the starting left fielder, you need to beef up in one of the other spots. You need to get a legit starting center fielder. uh, You know, who's playing third base? Is Boehm going to be ready? You know, there are a lot of DD, what are we doing there? There are just so many different question marks with it that, like, I like Matt Veerling. I like him more, as of now, projecting the next season as, like, one of my top guys off my bench cause he could play all over the field. Then I do necessarily sticking him in left field when that's probably the spot that I can find a, a, a bat in the, the market, the free agent market where, you know, maybe not as expensive to find a bat. I mean, we see guys like Adam Duvall or whoever, you know, have these type of seasons where there is value there. And a bat is, is this team needs bats. We saw that at the end of this season. I mean, you know, obviously Hoskins will help and all that, but you know, when they, and obviously guys underperformed DD, boom, all that stuff. But I mean, this team really needs some pop. They need some bats. And I think left field is probably an easier spot to fill that if you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but also having a, a kind of, you know, not a big contract in left field that I think is going to be able to provide value would be massive. Um, and I don't know. I have an idea with Didi. Uh, today was his last game at Citizens Bank Park. That's personally my. <laughs> that's my, my. I mean, I'm in. Time.
0: But again, we have an owner who, you know, Matt Clentag is still roaming the halls there because he doesn't like to eat money. Which just gonna say, Didi, here's 14 million. See you, pal. Thanks. Like, I know. I mean, they got to figure something out. Like, I don't know.
1: You know, not fun. It's not a. fun It's not cool, game. man.
0: It's not cool. Not uh, a but fan. I think, Over here.
1: I think if you went into like. I don't know. I do think he's better than a platoon player. Um, so I don't know. I, I like Matt Vierling. I wonder how high his ceiling is. Uh, you know, I wonder if he can be a full time starter, but I gotta say, I mean, early returns, he hits the ball hard consistently and he is super athletic. It seems like he can play center field and left field. Maybe they, maybe they give him starts in center field next year as well. So, um, Either way, I think they have a ball player there, and I think he's a guy that's going to help the team for a long time.
0: Love it. Love it. And I
1: do like him a lot. You know, I, I am in on him, but, you know, still a ways away to
0: see how this all plays out for, for next season.
1: Um, Anything else? Yeah, well, it drives me crazy that uh, Girardi continues to trust Cam Pedrosian, who's been up here for, like, a minute over, like, Bailey Falter and, like, guys like that. Like, like Cam Pedrosian is still getting – Pretty high leverage spots, and like, why? I mean, like, he he's been out of baseball basically. You know, like, he's not a good pitcher, but you know, we got to respect the veterans on Girardi team. knew his dad. He's a
0: great guy. Oh, they played together. They played or something. Together.
1: Yeah, know. I'm with you. But just, it like, it the, makes like, zero sense. It's it's asinine. The I'm with you. the dedication to, to playing the veterans on this team drives me crazy. So, um, yeah, yeah like Deedy,
0: like Deedy. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, like TD. Uh, And the final thing I might take back is, like, (laughs) I respect all the people that put out the, the playoff scenarios and all this stuff, but I don't care. Like, all I know is that when I tune in Tuesday night at 720, I'm going to be living and dying with this baseball team and hoping to be a game and a half out. And, like, whatever happens, happens. But I'm so out on all the scenarios. Just get me to 7:20 on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and I'll be happy. And you know, whatever happens, happens. But like, I don't need the I don't need the whole math of like, well, they gotta win this many games. I can't do it. I just need to be able to sit down and believe that my baseball (laughs) team can make the playoffs. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Good luck with that, pal. Uh, I will. Try my best. So,
0: what do you what do what do you think that this series, the biggest series, like even though they're coming into an F out, it's a little more disappointing than if it had been one F out. It is, you know, we've said on this pod many times over the years because it's been true in a lot of these cases, and you know, a sign of the sadness and mediocrity we've been through the last decade. But this is the biggest series in a decade, without a doubt, by far, no doubt about it, like a hundred percent. How you feeling going into it? I know you've you know said they're gonna find a way to to. You know, give you one last belief, and then and then shatter your soul. But but specifically, just looking at these three games against Atlanta, how they match up. You know,
1: where you at? Well, I'm in a good spot because I believe in them, <laughs> and I believe they're going to go down there, and they're going to win two of three. I fundamentally believe they will take two of three, and I feel pretty good about that. Um, starts off with Wheeler Morton. I'll take Wheeler. Then it goes, N- Knowles Max Freed, who Max Freed just threw a Maddox over the weekend, mm-hmm. which does not make me feel good. Like, honestly, Wednesday versus the Braves is, like, the biggest start of Knowles' career. I mean, it really is. Like, it, Are you going to be able to put the whole September stuff to, to, to bed and go down to Atlanta and dominate? Or are you just going to be the, the guy you've been in September the last Three years, like that's what's at, at stake on on Wednesday in Atlanta. So I'm I'm really excited for that. And then I don't know Gibson Anderson. Don't feel great about that, but I have just this weird feeling, and this is just a gut feeling. I have a weird feeling that that Nola dominates no, on buddy. on Wednesday night. Oh, I know, I know. You're setting know.
0: yourself up, pal. Like, you're like, you're just going to hurt,
1: man. I, I want to be hurt. I know. I don't, I, <laughs> this, Pod title. They they hurt me. They hurt me 162 out of 162 every year. Why not make it when the time actually matters? My name is Jack Fritz, and I think Aaron is going to dominate in Atlanta oh on Wednesday God. night. Oh, my God.
0: Like real to, question though, real question though before yeah, just we go, Real you, real quick clarification that is not the official high hopes position. That is the Jack <laughs> no, Jack, Jack, no, Jack Fritz sure position. Not. All right. Yes, sir.
1: Would you would you find a way to bump Ranger up to this uh yes. to this series? Yes. Might need him in Atlanta though. Yeah. Or might need him in Miami Look, you though. You need
0: him whenever he can pitch, but uh, they won't. It doesn't matter. We know Girardi; he's going to pitch his vets, and it is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. Let's be honest, right? I mean, a come good on. Good response to the question. You know, I mean, come good on. Re- you know what it is. You know. Um, all right, you got any final thoughts, Fritz?
1: I don't. I don't. But I will say this: that I uh, I know they're two and a half games out, but I can't wait for the series in Atlanta. Like. I I couldn't be more all in. I I couldn't be more locked in. And I just I hope that everyone out there is is excited and I hope that everyone uh you know, it's okay to believe one more time. Why not? It's one week left in the season. If they let us down this week, we can move on to the off season. But damn it, they're two and a half games out. <laughs> they could be in it. Why not the Phils? I'm excited. It's been a great weekend. I know they only took five of seven. You know, that's good. We needed six and one. But, but, I'm very excited for this week. And uh, I'm prepared to get heartbroken. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. And you probably will. But you know what? Like you said, you never know. You know, they they could beat the Braves. They could maybe run the table. and. Maybe if you could, exercise if you could on, their fears, you know, exercise their house of horrors of Miami. Who knows?
1: If you could only bet on one happening this week, James, yes, would you bet on them taking two of three from the Braves or two of three from the Braves? Oh, definitely two of three from the Braves.
0: <laughs> I, right? I and mean, I feel like that's such an obvious answer. It's pretty, it sad. hurts how obvious <laughs> no, an it is. I know. I know. Um, all right. My final thought, a shout out, Jack, because this is something we have talked about on this podcast many times, and we've never actually done anything about it. But we've hearkened back to the days of the Wolfpack and the Padilla Flotilla and Sal's Pals and all that stuff. Shout out to the knapsacks. Like, good work, guys. Like, you, the three of you sitting there by yourselves with those burlap sacks on, like, Clever, well-played props. I'm, I'm assuming you're with me on this, Jack.
1: Well, I just like that there's a fan group out there that appreciates a guy that calls a good <laughs> game. You know, unlike the guy that we gave $125 million to, it is nice that there's a couple of fans out there that appreciate a good game calling. Um, so that's good to see. And I, I don't know why, James, but whenever I see stuff like this, I like to thank those guys listening to the pod. Me too.
0: Me too. I hope you do. If you guys listen to the pod, like, well done. We're, we're, we we appreciate you. That's for sure. Um, yeah, that was good. I appreciated it. Uh, Fritzy, sweep the Braves, buddy. Sweep the Braves. These Fritz himself. So will see. You later.